tough, tough, tough loss for the 76ers. We'll talk about that more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, I'm Keith Pompey, co-host of Locked On 76ers. I'm riding solo today. My man, my partner in crime, my, my G, OG, John Mitchell is, is off today. Um, he's attending to something, so I'm here riding solo. I miss him. I re- already miss him. But guess what? I guess, as they say, the show has to go on some way, another. And we got to talk about this game. We got to talk about the 76ers' loss to the Indiana Pacers last night. Now, the game was a regular season game, but it was also an in-season tournament game a East Group A game. So the Sixers are dropped to 8-2 and two overall. They dropped the 1-1 one and one in the end-season tournament play. They snapped the eight-game winning streak. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about that one. We'll also talk about the physicality that they employed against Tyrese Maxey. And thirdly, we have to turn our attentions to tonight's game. Tonight, the 76ers play the Boston Celtics. So it's going to be one of those things where we're going to have a lot to talk about. But when we when we look at this game, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Um, you you kind of knew that streaks are made to be broken, right? They end at some time, they do. And last night was kind of a little bit of a reality check to me. And what it is is when Nick Batum was off for personal reasons, he was away from the team. You kind of figured it was going to be tough. You kind of figure it was. And the reason why you figure it was going to be tough is because Kelly Oubre, Nick Platoon was starting in place of Kelly Oubre, who we know um, was a victim of a hit-and-run accident, uh, a fractured rib. So with, with that, you kind of sort of like – knew that when you have both of them out, it could get tested when you start going to that rotation. I mean, the Sixers played like 10 guys early on, and you could see the difference when, at least least they did nine early on, you could see the difference when Joel Embiid was out there with, who was it? It was Joel Embiid, it was Patrick Bev, it was... uh, Furkan Korkmaz, um, Marcus Morris, and uh, Marcus Morris, and Daniel House. And, you know, it was a little bit of a struggle at times. And then one time they put the Anthony Melton back in, and he did some things, but it was a little bit of a struggle. It was like a reality check. And the reality check is that 
you know, the team might not be as deep as we thought. Now, maybe they are deep when you have them all together. But if you take Nick Batum, if you take uh, Kelly Oubre out of the mix, that's when we have problems. I mean, you have problems. A guy like Marcus Morris, you know, a guy who's trying to get it back together again, he, you know, he shot. He shot one for four. He was 0 for 2 on threes. He did have three rebounds. Um, he had an assist, and he was a minus five in 17 minutes and 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Patrick Beverly, he was on the floor a lot. You know, P. Bev had, uh, he had five fouls. He had five rebounds, two assists. He played 27 minutes and 30 seconds, right? You know, K.J. Martin was just in there to shoot some foul shots, you know, Paul Reed played his normal 10 minutes. You know, uh, Daniel House played 18 minutes. Now, Daniel House, he didn't shoot the ball at all or anything, but um, he he turned the ball over twice, but he was a plus 12, a plus 12, a game high or a team high plus 12. But, you know, the depth just worked. I mean, it was weird because you're looking at it, and the ball, guys typically are moving. Like, Kelly gets out there, he moves. Nick Batum moves. Guys were trying to stand in the round. Guys didn't seem to be as athletic as these two are as far as the motion and, and, and constant movement. It was kind of a couple of times you look at guys, he's like, then they would just stop. And they wouldn't cut as much as they did before. So, but again, to me, the biggest takeaway is that uh, right now uh, they just is, they miss these guys, and uh, I mean we're talking about two key guys that you're gonna have to play with. Now again, Joel Embiid did have his 39 points. Um, DeAnthony Melton was a positive. D. Melt had 30 points on eight for 13 shooting. He was four for six on threes. He made all 10 of his three throws, just like Joel Embiid made all 17 of his. Joel was also also had 12 rebounds. He had five turnovers, though. He had uh, six assists. He had three steals, but five turnovers. Tobias Harris, you know, early on, they, they were um, Going through him, I mean, he scored the Sixers' first eight points. The first eight points of the game for the Sixers were scored by Tobias Harris. He ended up with 28 points on 11 for 17 shooting. He had seven rebounds. He had three assists. Um, but the thing is, in the fourth quarter, only two shots, only two. And and the thing about it is, it's like we're talking about a guy who was cooking. But you only get two shots. Now, he made both of those shots, so that's good. He made both of them, but he only had two shot attempts. That's that's, that's hard. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I just didn't. You know, I, I didn't understand it. You know, Cove, you know, Cove had a, a, a okay game. You know, Cove played 16 minutes. You know, he played, had two points on one for three shooting. He was 0 for 2 on three. 16 minutes, 16 seconds. The thing about Cove is Cove is one of those guys, his role – is you got Nick Batum, or you got Kelly Oubre starting, but then you have Nick Batum coming in. And then after that, you have Cub, or maybe you might have Nick and Cub come in together. 
But what Cub is, he's basically Tobias's backup, right? He's Tobias's backup. But on this night, you had to have him starting next to him. And Cub is a, a quality defender. Um, you know, he's just not shooting the ball particularly well. Um, played great. But the difference is when you have these two guys out, one, you could get away with one of them be out, but when you have two of them out, you gotta like reshuffle things. And and I got and I felt like their reshuffling just really didn't work out last night. I think they got a little bit exposed on on uh on a, a not a lack of depth, but on having guys do certain things that they can't do, right? But listen. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or securing or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide your players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's just see who Josh has picked for us on this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. Now, I'm going with Kyle Lowry. Yes, because he's from Philly. Yes, because he's gritty. Yes, because I like the way he's playing. See, Lowry had had minuscule usage to begin the season. But without Tyler Hero, he has to step up, and he has. He is a strong ad for now. So I'm telling y'all, you know, go, go, go get Kyle. See, Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you with your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is all about each player being a perfect fit. Same with the vehicle, right? With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays smoothly and runs smoothly. <laughs> Brake kits, LED, LED headlight, root rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor has it. And with eBay's guarantees fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look at these prices. You're burning rubber, not cash. I'm telling you, go ahead and do it today. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay Motors. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, I didn't talk about Tyrese Maxey in the first uh, segment. Um, I just wanted to talk about him here. And... um, you know, I, I think that this is a game that's going to ultimately help him out. You know, Tyrese Maxey was coming off a 50-point performance on Sunday where he basically could do whatever he wanted. He was getting to the spots. He was doing us and nobody really put a body on him. You knew that they would have some type of adjustment against Tyrese. And what was their adjustment? Get physical with him. And that's what they did. They were extremely physical with Tyrese. Now, when you look at his stat line, Tyrese Maxey ended up with 27 points on nine for 23 shooting. It was two for five on, on, on threes. He made all seven of his foul shots. He had five assists, four rebounds, 
four turnovers, one block, and two fouls in 38 minutes and nine seconds, right? But when you look at it, going through three quarters, the first three quarters, Maxi only had 12 points. He shot four for 12. He only attempted one three. He only got to the foul line three times. He had two turnovers and three assists. And what they did is they just got physical with him. I mean, they just stayed physical with him. And, you know, he looked at it and, and, and he knew. And he admitted to that, He that how they were. I look at this as something that's going to be the next step for him, right? He knows that now the team, he's going to have to fight through that. He's going to have to stay aggressive. Because what happens? When you're aggressive, he was more aggressive in the in the in the in the fourth quarter, right? He was more aggressive in the fourth quarter. He got to the foul line four times in the fourth quarter, right? So, I mean, he tipped the four foul shots in the fourth quarter. So the thing is, what you do, what you do is you're going to fight through that. And then all of a sudden, you're going to continue to get to the foul line. You're going to fight through that, and teams are going to have to scratch their head, you, you know, and do things. This, to me, was a teaching moment. He said that the coach was saying, hey, look, you got to do this. You got to go get it. You got to do this. You got to be aggressive. And this is just something that he'll have to learn from. You know, he's still a young guard. He's still young in terms of, having this role. This is a new role for him. And, you know, typically we always wonder how do we respond from adversity? And this is going to be, first of all, how does a team respond to your success? How do you respond to that? And then afterwards, how do you respond to your adversity? And I feel like I'm pretty sure he's chomping at the bits to play tonight. I'm pretty sure he knows that if he doesn't continue to be aggressive or shies away from physicality, that teams are going to continue to, to do that to him. So, you know, I'm not really concerned about it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just, like I said, I felt like this was a teaching moment for him. And I feel like Tyrese is going to be good. I mean, Tyrese is, is playing well. Every so far, most of the tests that he had to deal with this season, he overcame them. I mean, the first game of the season, he didn't particularly shoot the do shoot the ball well early on, but in the second half, he stepped it up and was going at, at Dane against Milwaukee. Right, so um, they lost their first home game. They're eight and two. They're still in first place in the. Uh, in the East, they have a much anticipated game tonight against the Boston Celtics. So it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. But look, I want to talk to y'all about Ibotta, right? How does free Thanksgiving sound? Sounds great, right? Sounds great. This year, Ibotta is here to give you cash back and help make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete. Because who wants turkey without gravy? Starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is given 100% cash back on our Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem your everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do 
is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipts. Now, I can do that, right? Download the Ibotta app now and use code LOCKEDON to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. So you can start now. It already passed, right? Start now. It already passed. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCKED. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use LOCKED. I'm telling y'all, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. And we're going to talk about the Celtics. I'm really looking forward to tonight's game. I am. Like, we talked about adversity with um, Tyrese. I want to see how the Sixers respond to last night's loss. I do. I mean, I do. I really want to see that. I want to see the adjustments. Now, again, it wasn't as if they played the Celtics yesterday or two days ago like like they had a um, two at had, like they had to play Indiana Pacers, you know, twice in three days at home, right? But they did play the Celtics last week. The Celtics really didn't know what to plan for. I mean, yeah, they knew jo- Joel Embiid's a great player, um, the MVP. They know Maxie's a ascending player. They know Tobias' role. But when you have all these Nick Batum, Robert Covington's guys like that coming in and playing, new guys helping out. It's a little different look. So now that they played them, I'm interested in see what type of adjustments the Celtics have. I am. I'm just looking to see what they're going to do. So with that being said, it's one of those things where um, I'm eager to watch it. I mean, I want to see if they're going to get physical with Tyrese. I'm going to see how they're going to guard uh, Joel. I'm interested to see if, if Nick plays. I'm interested to see what can Tobias do, if the Anthony Melton can have another phenomenal game. You know, there's a lot of things that I'm looking forward to seeing. So, you know, let's get it going. Let's, let's get this game. It's hyped up. Hey, it's still first place. The Sixers don't have their winning streak anymore but they're still in first place, right? Um, it's funny, though, because when you look at this now, the in-season tournament, to me, games mean more for some reason. Even though the Sixers are, just, are in first place, it just seems like the in-season tournament at this for these couple weeks, they just seem more. They seem to matter more. Um, so although I'm excited about this game, I'm excited about Friday's game and – in Atlanta to see if the Sixers can get back on track. You know, right now they're one-on-one in the uh, Group A, Group East Group A. Um, Indiana is uh, 2-0. and So um, Atlanta is 1-0, and and the Sixers are 1-1. One and one. and uh, I don't know what Cleveland's record is, but I do know that Detroit is all but eliminated because they're 0-2, so they are eliminated. Um, But so what happens is the Sixers need to win out probably and get some help uh, with with, uh, Indiana loss, and then hopefully they can, um, you know, advance to the next round. 
So that's where my focus is. I'm going to be honest with you. But this is a huge game still. It is. It's a huge game. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's one of 82. These other ones are, you know, part of it too. But, you know, there's a lot on the line in these games, a lot on the line. But, look, I want to thank you all for listening. Um, I want you guys to know that you can uh, – this podcast is – free and available um, and you can get it wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day and I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to talk about the Sixers and Celtics game peace